You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. ...that the way this mitzvah should really happen is that an interested party, your child, should want to know why things are happening differently and what was really the story of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? What was really, what, what really happened? Now, unfortunately, our children today hear so much in school, they don't come to their parents to find out. But in, the, in a time that schooling wasn't so overwhelming <laughs> and the parent was the main source of many of the, the, the background and the history, you know, today, children um, learn from their parent, learn from school, and then they, they they tell their parents the way it was. You know, it's, instead of saying, you know, can you tell me what the makos were, or how bad were the makos, how long did they last, um, uh, you know, what language did Paro and, and Moshe speak, the kids will come to us and tell us what they've learned. And, and and sort of really subverted the mitzvah of the Torah, which is the child coming to the, the parent and the parent elaborating from the children's question. And the Mishnah quoting, obviously, the Pasuk says, Ki uh, He really is interested. What is this avoda? So, obviously, today, children are not primed to ask the question anymore. Again, we can maybe force them to ask and say, okay, do the Manishtana, ask the question. Um, a child's not asking. So, are we Makayim the mitzvah from the Torah? Well, you could say, well, you got him to ask. So, Rav Harari points out that... Uh, uh, even if there's no question at all, it would seem you still are mechuyiv to to tell your child, even though he's not asking anything. Um, however, Rav Harari points out that it sounds like you might not be makayim the mitzvah midaraisa if you can't get a real question out of your kids. Let's say. Um, Unfortunately, there is no father in the house to represent that uh, paradigm of, of the way it should happen, of a father speaking to children. What, how about if a mother is there? So um, this is a machlokas, whether, a, whether uh, uh, we talked about chinuch a little while ago when we were doing the halacha. We weren't recording, but we're talking about the chinuch by Avelus. Is there a mitzvah of chinuch for the mother to be machanech her children uh, in the mitzvah of Sipir of Yitzias Mitzrayim? Rashi says that it's a din derabonah. Minatora, it's the father. If the father is not around, there's still a din derabonon to teach your children. The Mogan Avram, quoting the Trumas Hadeshin, says that a, a, a mother, even when the father has passed away, 
or if she has custody in a divorce case, is not the Chazal weren't mechayefer in chinuch and mitzvos. It's big chiddush. Um, the Mogan Avram quotes this Truma Sadesha. It does seem, if you look in the sources in the Gemara, though, that that doesn't seem to be correct. Gemara's by Hany Malka and other women, it seems that um, that women were being machanech, their children. And that was a din that they were being machanech, not just because they wanted um, them to be religious, that they were fulfilling the responsibility that Chazal placed on parents. The Chido uh, has a very big discussion about this, about whether women are chayiv in the mitzvah of chinuch in totality. And he says, based on his research, Chazal's chiv of chinuch, of, of, of learning Torah and all these other mitzvahs, really only applies to the father and not the mother. Um the, the one of the Sephardi posts from the Pesach Hadvir disagrees with the Chidah. He says all the Chidah's rayas are only where the father's alive. That if the father's alive, the mother's not mechuyev to take up the slack, even if the father's a bum. That's the father's din. However, if the father dies, then any the closest people to the child have a chiyav a chinuch. And of course, the mother is the closest. If there's, if there's no mother, then Bezdin is involved in making sure children grow up to do mitzvahs, to make sure they're part of Klau Yisrael. The Kapachayim quotes the Pesach Advir and says it's logical. Even the Mishnah Bura, uh, who didn't, wasn't always quoting the Sephardim, mentions that there are achronim that say that the chi of chinuch is on the mother as well. And um, the Rachashulchan says, no, I, I don't care. Um, there might be people who say that a mother is not chayim and chinuch. It's not true. And, and the mother is chayim and chinuch, the Rachashulchan writes even more than the Pesach Advir. Even if the father is around, She's a partner in the chinuch, which again is, I think, the way most people view halacha today, is that right. So therefore, if there is no father, so obviously the there's the mother has the mitzvah of teaching the children what pesach is. Um, And therefore, I assume that she would, if she could, she would run the Seder in terms of teaching them because it is a teaching experience. And uh, I should just mention Rav Nevenso, who of course is Rosh Hashanah one of his prime uh, Talmidim, says that in, in many, many societies, especially the way in the normative a religious society, it's um, it's a combination of father and mother. I, I love the way Rabbi Nevinsel says it. It's not just it's the father and the mother's helping. Is helping. Who's the Rebbe? The Rebbe is the father and the mother. 
<laughs> the Rebbe is father and mother team. Because it isn't just the words that that are being taught, or but it's it's basically the whole what they're observing. It isn't just here. Let me show you how to put the tefillin on or uh, how to shake the lulav. It's how Jewish experience, how Jewish life is experienced. How does Shabbos look? How are things around? And it's and, and it's the combination of husband and wife, father and mother, that is the Rebbe for that. Rav Nevinsel says, okay, when they get older, they they find out more, but the average person who comes from a religious home, the standard understanding that he has of learning comes from what his parents does. So it's clear, Nevinsal says, that the mother is the Rebbe for the children about what Jewish life is. It's obvious that way. And, and clearly that is included in, in, in part of what Chinuch means. Um, Obviously, you know, today we have situations of people going to hotels and uh, and sometimes, I guess, in COVID, I guess they're probably going to be sitting far away from each other. I don't know. <laughs> but before COVID, uh, you know, you would have, or even sometimes, let's say, a whole bunch of families come together. Um, so what do you do? Uh, right? You have a big table or a big room. And you have uh, three son-in-laws. There's three fathers. Okay. So how does it work? Um, so some post can write, each father needs to say something to his specific child. So to pick, for example, okay, uh, we're going to pick uh, uh, the oldest son, the oldest son-in-law, to run the seder, and he's going to be, you know, the one who's talking. There's a question because you didn't do anything. You you had your son with you, and you um, you passed the ball over. Uh, you know, you demurred to the to your older brother-in-law. And he ran the Seder. But you didn't say anything to your son. You didn't answer or explain anything to your child who's sitting there with you. And um, Rav Harari brings from these achronim that L'chore, you need to say something to your child. There needs to be some interaction that this, again, you hear the case. You know, there's a family Let's say there's three son-in-laws of the uh, of, of right. And let's say the, the the father has passed away, and they all come to be with the widow, and they're all at the house with all the children, and they say, "Okay, Moshe, you're the oldest son-in-law. You should run the seder." And then you have Shmuel and Yankel, who are the two younger son-in-laws, and they've got their children with them as well. So, Lachora, they need to say something. Good. They're going to give Moshe most of the cover to, to run the Seder. But they also need to interact and explain things and say things to their children. And therefore, you should try to get, um, uh, if that happens, even though you want to give COVID and you don't want it to be a whole balagan, that nobody hears anything, but each father should do something at least. 
and and maybe the Moshe should allow, you know, his brothers-in-law, uh, the you know, a shot to to you know, uh, in the spotlight to be able to explain things to everyone, including their children. Rebel Yoshev was asked about this, um, and uh, Rebel Yoshev said, "You can't be Makayim. He got it to Levincha through a shuyach." And it sounds like the reason is, is because there's something crucial about, in other words, I can be Makayim Limit with her. Uh, I need to teach my kid Torah. I can hire someone to do that. And I pay for it. And it's as if I taught my child Torah. And most of us have fulfilled the mitzvah that way. But he got it to Levincha is not Limadatom as Sometimes you're not the best person to teach your children because you have a temper, uh, your child gets under your skin, whatever. And therefore, it's best that you hire somebody uh, to teach him. And you pay for it, and you, 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 you ask him what he learned. And in that way, you've, you, you made sure your child learned Torah. But he got it to Levinuch, it sounds like Abel Yoshev understands that that's about a relationship, a connection, a sense of seeing the answers by this person, of of of, of hearing them, the words there, and, and and understanding them with an explanation, with a specific nuance, body language, and other things. That's all what Higadita is about. It's about bringing your child into that experience. You can't do that with a shliach. You weren't. You haven't fulfilled it that way. We talk about let's we talk about mothers. What about daughters? Um, are you mechuyiv to a person only has daughters? Is he is is vigada to levinach include uh, the daughter? Um, again, the Morgan Avram speculates about this, and he says it sounds from his research in the Gemara you're not mechuyiv to mechanech your daughter. The Kafachayim has a problem with this Mogan Avram. Uh, he says, you don't have to do chinuch for your daughter at all? <laughs> what if she's doing Averus? You have to stop him, of course. Um, so the Mogan Avram is definitely schwer. And therefore, it would seem that from the Kafachayim, that even though all you have is your your daughters, your Mechuyiv too, Tell your daughters about the story of Tzipritzias Mitzrayim and, and teach them about what these mitzvahs are about and what's behind them. And even if that's all you have, that, that's how your makayim, it would seem, uh, definitely the mitzvah chinuch, but maybe even the din daraisa of Tzipritzias Mitzrayim. Chacham Avadia um, says he's not sure. Definitely you have a din chinuch, but if you only have girls, are you makayim, the mitzvah of Sipir Sias Mitzrayim, if that's who you're speaking to? Chacham Avadi points out that many times Chazal say bonecha excludes b'neisecha, l'meute bonos. Um, and therefore Chacham Avadi is not so sure.
at least in one tshuva. In the Yalkut Yosef. Rabbi Kivilevich? Yes. I remember reading the memoirs of the Lubavitch Rebbe when he talks about his ancestors in the 16th century Europe. And it was a big uh, argument back then already about whether the daughter should be educated or not. Some people, Bedavka, did not. And some people did. So you had people like Maral's, uh, I think, daughter or wife was uh, was very learned, right? And he had some people, some women that were not learned. And there was a different uh, approach. Yeah, there were already uh, machlokas all over this. Yeah. Right. But it's interesting. For the night of the Seder, you would think, you know, you know, are, is this, are you machuyev? Are you makayim the mitzvah? Do you have to ask your daughters to sit at the table? Right, right, right. <laughs> are you even mitzuva if you don't have sons? Right, that, that you're right. That's the question. If if, yeah. uh, if you only have girls, and 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 is, is this the mitzvah of sifritzias mitzrayim? Obviously, you still need to talk to yourself, even if you're all right. by yourself. The, the right. question, so the, que- the, que- the question is, is this the din darais, and are you mechuyev to make sure to get the girl interested in order to ask the question? Obviously, it's better to have someone ask a question than no one ask a question. But is this the din daraisa of of Yigata to levincha? That's what Chacham Avadi says. Sometimes it seems bincha does not mean girls. Right. Uh, um, the uh, and then would it be preferable if you have your daughter or ask the questions if there's no one else rather than a spouse or yourself? Yeah, yeah it would seem like again. Chacham Avadi mentions that he says obviously if you don't have sons, maybe you don't have the mitzvah. Daraisa, you might have the mitzvah darabonan, so to speak. I'm still speaking about it. So it's better to have a younger person ask than someone who's older, because there's this idea of giving over the idea in such a way. Um, again, Chacham Avadi writes in Rav Yitzchak Yosef, the Rishon Lutzion today, um, uh, happens to. I don't know if he did, if he he must have heard from his father or something, but if you look in the Yalkut Yosef, it says. If there is, it's part of the mitzvah say to uh, to actually speak out to your cho- to your daughters as well. So it sounds like um, uh, you know he might have heard something different. It sounds like he might have, or, or it could be if we search the the works of Chacham Avadia, we'll find where he you know retracted what he was writing there and felt that there was a din. That you are high of Midaraisa uh, to to speak to you. yes Sheila to speak to your. I was just wondering if you have um, daughters and then you of all ages and then you have a grandson. One of your daughters. It's what, at, at the same time. Who are you? Right, so are that so that's a good question. In other words, we're going to get to that. We're going. You know what? Stay with us. We're getting okay. to that. Got okay. It. All right. Now, um, uh, Rav Harari. Um, uh, wants to throw in another idea, which is, you know, what's the purpose of, of of this mitzvah? The purpose of this mitzvah is not just to tell the story that people should remember it, but also, in general, to make the person to a believing Jew. So, uh, this is what makes us believe in God, not just not just the story of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Lachora, a woman has a chiyav and a girl has a chiyav in, in, in belief in God. So Lachora, girls should be part of it as much as boys as well. Um, 
Rav Mordechai Eliyu, Rav Harari went to Rav Mordechai Eliyu, who was the Rishon Lutzion as well. Um, he felt that uh, girls and boys are equal in terms of this mitzvah. He seemed to disagree with Chacham Avadia. And uh, you know, he felt that it's, it's, it's the idea of giving to the next generation. And um, you should actually, you know, both the boy and the girl are asking for um, uh, attention. They should get equal attention. I mean, sometimes, if you think about it, uh, the Seder doesn't last that long. And if you have a boy and a girl and each one, you know, wants an answer, but you, you don't have that much time. So are you going to give a better answer to the boy than to the girl? So Rav Mordechai Liu felt that they're equal. And you, you don't give one a better answer or you spend time more with one than the other. I, that's, that's a good politically correct answer. And it makes sense to me as well. Let's talk about grandchildren. This is a, uh, a, a question. Chacham uh, Avadia has a big uh, uh, discussion about it. And um, he says that Korov Korov Koden, which would mean, Sheila, to answer your question, is that the closer one would be your child. So again, if you're Machria like Rav Ralihu and like others that a girl you're mechuyiv to teach them, and you're mechuyiv to give them sibritzias mitzrayim. So the bigger chiyiv would be towards your children, as opposed to your grandchildren. Now, the other option here is, is that the other idea is, is if your grandchildren, if your children are already, you know, somewhat adults-like, you know, and they know the answer already, your grandchild is going to be the one who understands less and would need more. So I, I, there might be a, a rationale to spend more time with the grandchild, right? Whether it's a girl or a boy, just because it's hard for you, for you or let's say my, you know, my son, okay, dad, you know more than me, but I know this story, but your grandson doesn't. So in some way, telling it over to the grandson might be a better mitzvah because there's someone who wants to know who doesn't know. Whereas with your son, your son is going to have to fake, you know, are you really telling your son things he doesn't know? Or your, right? Or your daughters, things they don't know. So that's what I would say would be the opposite argument. And if, if all things are equal, Chacham Avadya says, you go with the ones that are closer to you. And that would be your daughters in this case. Otherwise, uh, you might go, uh, if, 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 if they already know everything, um, and that's then, then going to the grandchildren might be a better kiyam of the mitzvah uh, in terms of that. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode. Thank you.